up? What's up? It's me, your boy. Welcome to Brief Blip, a short form podcast for long-term positivity. Um, I actually, I don't have a format for this one. I didn't do any prep. I didn't do any notes. Um, I'm feeling kind of down and I figured I would just kind of wing it with this one and just be real and vulnerable with you guys. Um, I'm in kind of a weird headspace and it happened since yesterday. Um, I have a friend who had to um, be emergency rushed to the hospital to have a surgery and thankfully she's okay. She's, she's going to be okay and fine. And, um, you know, I went to go visit her in the hospital. Um, and I think I still have some unresolved like traumas that I haven't dealt with from when my dad got sick. Um, and I went to go visit her in the hospital and I, when I was leaving, um, it just all sort of hit me and I've been kind of bummed out ever since. Um, my dad in 2019, January of 2019, um, he started, he had some weird things going on. He suddenly was like falling down a lot. Um, his speech was getting weird. There were some, just some things happening and he had always been like a pretty healthy guy. Um, and then in early February, we got the diagnosis that he had glioblastoma. It's a brain cancer. It's a very aggressive and terminal type of cancer. Um, and then in August of 2019, he passed away and I spent a large part of those few months with him, um, being one of his primary caretakers. So I was in and out of hospitals a lot. And I have a lot of memories of just sort of sitting at the side of the hospital bed, you know, and just watching him and just being there with him. And, uh, when I went to the hospital to have Oliver, um, my 13 month old, I was fine. I didn't have any, I almost kind of like braced myself for a trauma or like to be upset about it. And I wasn't, I was fine, but maybe it's different when it's you when you're in there versus like when you're going and you're in the visiting chair and you're seeing someone in a hospital bed. Um, and I think it just brought back a lot of memories and I'm missing my dad a lot. Um, and so I've been trying to work through that. Um, so I'm allowing myself space to be bummed out about it and, and feel that and not feel bad for feeling bad. Cause I think that's important too. I think a lot of times we feel bad or sad about something and we sort of feel like, well, why do I feel this way? This is, you know, we get frustrated at feeling that way. And then that feeds into it. And it just sort of becomes this vicious cycle of like, I should feel better. I shouldn't be feeling this right now. Yeah. My dad died. Like I'm going to be sad about it. You know what I mean? Like realistically, I'm going to have days that are hard. So a lot of it is just about allowing myself the grace to feel that and to have those days where I slow down and I'm sort of like, you know what? I'm going to take today to like, to sort of feel this. And if it gets better, sure. And if not, then okay, I'll slow down and we'll address it and we'll see what needs to be done. Like, do I need to do a little extra self-care? Do I need to, you know, do something that I feel like honors my dad in this moment? Um, my husband and I are working on getting a house. We have some land and we're going to have a house put on it. And one of the things I want to do is, uh, plant a pecan tree for my dad. Growing up, we, um, my dad's dad, my grandpa, um, was a farmer and always had a bunch of fruit trees and stuff. And we moved a lot as a kid. Um, but everywhere we went, I always remember us, it's like my dad specifically picked places that had pecan trees. I always have a memory of us like picking pecans for pecan trees. Um, and that was one of the things I want to do and to plant a pecan tree in his honor. Once we get our house put up and maybe like mixed in some of the ashes with it and let that be his tree. So he's like giving back to the earth and has a place to regrow and, you know, he can sort of grow through the years with Ollie and, and with Gavin and, and with all of us. And I think it'll be a really nice way to honor him. And maybe that'll sort of quell some of this, like, 
I don't know. I don't know if any of you have ever lost a parent, but it it's like this homesickness that you can't ever cure because my dad was um was my rock. He was my superhero. Um I have kind of a dysfunctional family setup. Um like I haven't spoken to my mom in 3 years. Um I don't I haven't spoken to one of my brothers. Um when my dad passed away, the whole family unit just kind of dissolved and fell apart because he was the rock that held it all together. Um but my dad was always, always like the solid one. He was, he was the Northern star of it all. Um, and I had many moments in my youth and in my adult life where I came to him just on a real, real level. And I was like, yo, like, I don't know what to do right now. You know what I mean? And he would really level with me. And that's one thing that I really appreciated and was really excited about. Um, as I was getting older, as we were bonding on a new level, we were bonding on like this adult to adult level where he was cluing me in on all these like little adult things that I had never known before. Like we were talking about things in a whole different way. And, um, you know, it's just, there are days where it's still just kind of hard trying to navigate all of this without him. Um, because he was my point of reference for it all. He, he was the one that like I modeled so much of my life around him. He's, he's where I got like so much of my core values where I got like generosity from my, um, my sort of integrity from you're only as good as your word, um, loyalty to a fault. Um, my dad would have laid down his life for the one that he loved, you know, um, and just solid, reliable. And I miss him. Um, and that just brought all those feelings back. So I've been trying to move through that. And I think it's just had me kind of bummed out that I think he would be pretty proud to see the person I am today. And I think he would be really, really stoked to meet Ollie. And I'm, I'm kind of bummed because he, he was here for Gavin and I'm lucky that Gavin got to know him and got to be with him as long as, um, as long as he was, but, um, he, he never got to meet Ollie. In fact, when, when my dad passed away, Jordan and I were still trying to have a baby and we had had, um, we'd had a pregnancy that we lost and we had announced the pregnancy. We've got Gavin a shirt that said leveled up to big brother. And that's how we announced the pregnancy. And, uh, when my dad passed away, that was still the background on his phone was Gavin wearing that shirt. Um, and I remember he had made a comment to me that he kept it there because he, he felt it was coming. He knew it was coming. Um, and then lo and behold, not long after, um, Ollie came, but the, the takeaway that I have is, is I rem I remind myself that he lives on in me, um, through those lessons that he taught me in life, through those lessons and those wise words and those quips and jokes and stories and all of those things. And it's, it's my responsibility to, to give those to my children so that he continues to live on in them, um, and to keep him alive in that way. Uh-oh, Ollie's up. I may have to wrap this up quick. This may be a super quick, quick blip. Um, so. I don't know. I just kind of kind of wanted to be with you guys today. This is kind of, I don't know, I guess this was kind of a bummer, but I just, like I said, I don't ever want to be fake on this, on this thing with you guys. I wanted to just kind of be vulnerable and, and share what I'm going through. And if you've, if you've ever lost a parent or someone close to you, like I feel you, I get it. It's hard. And I think grief is a funny thing because, you know, it never, people say time heals all wounds. Time doesn't heal this one. You know what I mean? You just learn to sort of like live around it. You adapt to it. Um, the size of it never changes. You just, you just shape your life around it. And there, there are times where like, 
I'll go like weeks without crying about it. And I'll be, you know, I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him, but I think about him warmly. I think about, you know, the sound of the ice in his mug sloshing around when he would drink his Diet Coke, or I think about his big bear hugs or the way he would laugh when I would tell him a joke or something, you know, and then out of nowhere, you bump into grief in, in your surroundings and you think of, you know, the void that you're left in their absence. Um, and I think it's important to allow yourself the space to feel that. Um, so maybe that should be the takeaway from today is um, you're a human being. Like, and that's that's what I touched on before. Like, this is not a good good vibes only kind of place. Like, you're human. You're going to have what are weirdly deemed like negative emotions. Like, you're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be down. You're allowed to feel angry and upset and all of these things. What's important is how you react to them. Um, I think it's important to identify them and think, you know, how can I, how can I work through this constructively? I think there's a big difference between like, well, I can be sad and do whatever I want because I'm sad versus like, how can I, how can I move through this constructively? Um, and for me, a constructive way to move through this grief that I'm feeling right now is to work through some of that PTSD that I have. I say PTSD, it's probably not, but you know what I mean? Like that fear that I have of like visiting people in hospitals, um, and, and just sort of overcoming that and accept that like, that's, you know, that is going to be a part of life. And that chapter with my dad is over and in going to visit people in the hospitals, I'm not there visiting him anymore. And that chapter is done. Um, and just find peace with that and find peace with the fact that he's not in the hospital suffering anymore. Um, but give yourself grace, give yourself space to feel those things. Um, so I'll make that my question today. Let's, uh, well, no, not my question, but my, my mental health check-in, check in with yourself today. Are there any like feelings that you're avoiding that you need to move through? Um, I know a lot of times people are afraid to kind of be alone with their thoughts. And I think that's why we kind of like mindlessly scroll on social media where we always have like music or sounds or TV or something going in the background because the second you're alone um, with no sound or no distraction, you're kind of alone with your thoughts. And then these things that you've been avoiding kind of float to the surface. But I think it's really important to take time to identify those things because they don't just go away. You have to like work through them and move through them. And again, they can be done constructively. You can say, what is this lesson trying to teach me? What am you know, what do I serve? Like, what do I serve to gain from this? Um, but are there, are, are there any emotions that you're running from that you're avoiding right now? You know, maybe you've got some stresses in your life that, that need to be evaluated. Maybe you're kind of bummed out about something that, you know, you could benefit from just taking a second to, you know, allow yourself to be bummed out, give yourself permission to feel that. Um, and a trick that I actually, well, not a trick, but when my dad was sick, I had to implement this. And it's something that I kind of carried with me because it's very easy to get carried away in those sad emotions. Um, so it's one thing to allow yourself to move through the emotion and allow it to move through you. It's another thing to get stuck there in it. Um, so when my dad was sick, I was working 12 hours a day, seven days a week, um, manufacturing machinery. Um, it was a hard laborious job. And then I was also 
um, a mother and a wife, and I was also taking care of my dad. So safe to say I had very little time. Um, so I didn't have the luxury or the time to just break down and be upset randomly. Like I had things I had to do. So I literally had to schedule my time to like be upset about my dad being sick. So I would come home at the end of the day and give myself like 30 minutes. And in that 30 minute window, that was my time to just like ugly cry and feel everything and be upset about it. And when that 30 minute timer was over, like I had to, I had to just wrap it up and, and get back to what I was doing because things still had to be done. Um, and that's kind of a thing that I've carried, carried with me. Um, because I think it's a, it's a good way to sort of stay on track. Like, um, give yourself, you know, if there's, if there's a thing that you're feeling and you're kind of frightful of it and you're, you aren't sure how to feel it and how to deal with it, give yourself 30 minutes, sit down, set a 30 minute timer, don't have a distraction and just sit with it for 30 minutes and feel it and really explore that emotion. And when the 30 minute timer is up, um, say goodbye to it and say, you know, thank you for spending that time with me. Thank you for teaching me what you taught me. And then you get up and you carry on with life. And then I guarantee you, you'll feel a little bit better. Just having that set window of time to feel that thing that you've been avoiding forever. Um, it works for me anyway, but I think, I think it's worth setting aside the time to feel these things that you may be avoiding just because they're difficult or, you know, something that you consider unsavory or whatever. Um, so I think I try to wrap, um, a good question of the day. Let's try and end on something positive. Let's, um, let me think of a good question. What is one of your favorite warm and fuzzy memories? What's something that when someone says, what's a favorite memory? What's the first thing you go back to? Um, I have a lot of really good memories. I go back to once with my dad a lot. Um, I remember my dad and I, my dad, he was an auto mechanic for most of his life. Um, so he, he also, he, he worked hard laborious jobs. Um, he worked long and hard and it wasn't very often that we got to like go out and do things. Um, we spent time together at the house, but he didn't like go out. He was a homebody. He didn't go out and do things a lot. But I remember, do you guys remember when the Transformer movie came out? Like the first one, it came out on 7-7 of 07. Um, and I remember my dad buying me and him tickets to go see that. Um, and I think my little brother went with us too. And he was so excited to go see it. He was like a big kid. And when we got to the theater, he bought us so many snacks. And you guys know the price of snacks at the theater are just ridiculous. The inflation there should be illegal. But he did not care. He It was like it was like going to a wedding and having an open bar. I mean, he was like, whatever you want, you can get it. We got like the biggest Coke. We got all the candy. We got popcorn and we sat and we watched this movie together. And I remember not even like being, like, I didn't care about Transformers. You know what I mean? But I was getting to go to the movies with my dad. Like that was such a, that was such a rare treat. It was so fun to experience it. And I'm glad I have that memory. I'm getting emotional now talking about it. Um, that's a warm, fuzzy memory for me, but I have lots of other ones. Um, what's a, what's a warm, fuzzy memory for you that like, like brings an emotional response, you know, just makes you warm and fuzzy inside. Um, gosh, 
Okay, I don't have a quote for the day. Um, like I said, I didn't, I didn't do any pre-planning or anything. I just wanted to like, just sort of sit and just like vibe and just be real with you guys for a minute. Like, not feeling super upbeat today. Um, and I know this episode is a day late. Um, I had some, had to go to a hair appointment yesterday morning. I got like a little bit of blonde put in, got it lightened up. Thought it would brighten me up a little bit. Um, and it did do that. So, you know. I mean, things are fine. I'll be fine. You know, I'm just, I'm allowed this time right now to be kind of bummed and that's okay. Um, but I appreciate everyone for listening and I appreciate, um, you guys taking the time to respond to the questions and, and being around on social media. It's been super, super cool. Um, I think this new posting schedule is going to work out. Um, and yeah, this is, this has been a, a nice little treat and I'm already feeling better just sitting here and just sort of talking and having this as an outlet to just like, dump some of this out so thank you for being my like ear to listen today because that's really what this was um i appreciate you guys you guys are valued um i'm proud of all of you if no one's told you lately um thank you for being with me today and i'll see you on the next one bye